0: Welicus, or Bacicus. I don't know why I guess I always I guess, talk, talkicus like thisicus, but I guess I never really played Kit Kid, I- Kid Icaricus. Mega, hello everyone! As we talk about Captain in the Game Master. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your new favorite show, The More You Nerd. (laughs) Yes, we're back after being gone last week. I got the plague, uh, the one that's been going around, you know, that one. uh, And I could not record, but we are back to start off a whole brand new uh, section of the show for our big video game summer, where we are talking about various animated spinoffs of our favorite uh, video game franchises. And what better way uh, to start this off than Captain in the Game Master, the late 1980s, early 1990s uh, TV show that sort of brought in all aspects of Nintendo land uh, to the world. But I cannot do it alone. Miles, how are you, my friend? I'm I'm doing all right. I mean, you know, had a better week than you did.
1: And I yeah, this is a weird part of of being of the gaming fandom, especially growing up at the time, because. I would say eight times out of ten, anime material based on video games tends to miss. And it's weird because I mean, we'll talk about this era in in particular, but I'm just in general. It's weird because it should be the easiest thing to get right.
0: And and we're going to talk a little bit about why this so what's successful and what isn't successful about this show. Um and to to circle back around, we are talking about Captain N, the Game Master. Oh. The As a
1: kid I always thought it was Captain N and the Game Master. No, even though Kevin's supposed to be the game master.
0: <laughs> yeah, his name his You know, it's funny if if I if this show were made today. So so Kevin Keen, like one of the most late 80s names. It seemed like everybody was named Kevin at the time. Maybe it was just Captain N Kevin and McAllister, uh, Kevin McAllister. But. uh, he, He's got an N on a shirt that they, they, they don't really talk about. He's Captain N. They do not name check Nintendo in this show. Because Captain Captain N is not uh, here to save Nintendo land. He's here to save Video land. So I do want to. Yeah, I want to comment on that because, I
1: mean, a Nintendo is seen. The the Zapper is seen. There's certainly no shying away. But I want to talk. I want to kind of briefly mention this because I think it has to do with the hubris of Nintendo at the time. Right before Sega came in and started really offering stiff competition Yeah, because Nintendo tried to make it so that people associated video games themselves with Nintendo.
0: It is still a thing to this day. It's less so now, but I mean, I remember when I was a kid, people saying, Oh, are you going to play on your Nintendo? Your Ninten- Nintendo Nintendo mm-hmm. was becoming almost a Kleenex. Like,
1: yes, uh, I, I, a hundred percent. I mean, my mom to this day, I think still says, you, you play Nintendo. Um, because it was the thing that people knew it was. Especially in the 80s, that was the big home console. I understand the Atari had its age, but n- nothing compared to the boom that the Nintendo Entertainment System had in the late 80s. Yeah. I mean, it was unreal.
0: And the fact that this was this show came out in 89. Like I think of of the, the NES breaking through in what, 85?
1: Is that when uh... that sounds about right? Because this would have been around the time I got my NES when I was five,
0: yeah, and this is so, before the Super NES came out. Um, yeah, this hit, is also it, it I hit, think it the hit first, America on November on October of eighty five. So we're this like, also is, is probably the first Isekai
1: <laughs> that I ever watched, <laughs> 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 um, and, and and I, as a kid, the concept of this blew me away, blew my imagination away more than the show did. Like the idea at play, I thought was phenomenal. And I and, and it's and it's also why I'm always a little kinder to that subgenre. I mean, Sword Art Online kind of took everything and then everything else kind of feels like, you know, it's following its footsteps. But whether or not that's true, doesn't matter. It's just that that in terms of the popularity, that's what happened. Um, but I've always kind of enjoyed that trope. And, and I think that's why people always thought I would really like Ready Player One when I didn't. And, I mean, I, I get I get why people would think I would. If you know me in passing, if you, if you know me in, in real life, people would assume that I like Ready Player One. I think your wife suggested I read it, like, back in the day. Um, I, I get it. <laughs> and I certainly love this concept, because as a kid, nothing sounded cooler to me than getting sucked into the world of my Nintendo.
0: Yeah. So, so let's talk about the world of video land. So the, the, we, we are introduced to video land and it's princess, princess Lana, who is an original character created for this show. Even Uh, though she's got like, I, I always got kind of a Daisy vibe from her. She's got Daisy ish hair. I can definitely, I can definitely see that. Um, but she, uh, she her the video land and, and her team of knights uh, are are set upon by the evil mother brain from Metroid. And we're going to get back to that uh, uh, in a little bit as well. Uh, and they need the 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 what does they call it? The the most powerful warp zone in order to bring forth captain in the game master in order to save video land. And (laughs) what a a weird thing this is. This pulls our boy Kevin Keen from the real world into video land, along with his dog, Duke. Yes, uh, he's a. He's he's a dog. two different breeds of dog too. depending on whether you're looking at the live action from the beginning or the, uh, the, <laughs> yeah, the actual <laughs> animated dog. Uh, and, and basically the, the episodes are all about some plot that mother brain has in order to, uh, in order to, to kind of conquer video land and really, you know, that's about it. So let's, let's go through some of the, some of the characters because, uh, the, 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 in team, the Game Master team does have a bunch of good guys on their side as well, some of which are just absolutely wild. Um, uh, I, I do want to say, uh, talking about Kevin, um, uh,
1: Rose to the Glasses made me forget certain aspects of his character, which is that, like, he kind of sucks. Like, he's ready to leave Video Land to their own devices and not care about what's happening until he hears that he has to clean his room and take out the trash. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I don't want to do that. And it's the most like kind of boomer like idea of a child that I've ever heard. You know, oh, kids don't want to do their homework and take out the trash. Yeah. And it's just like it's it's that scene just plays so poorly for me. I I I immediately hated Kevin for it. <laughs> and I know like as a kid, you're supposed to be like, yeah, homework
0: sucks. I'm gonna stay in video land. He's also not very good at video games. Um, I'm just saying this.
1: Yeah, well, I think I think it's kind of one of those kind of uh bastion, never ending story type situations where it's not that you're the most capable, you know, person in the world, but it's you know, what's within? Uh, so the ra- diamond in the rough.
0: So rounding out the rest of the the main end team cast, we have Simon Belmont from Castlevania. And you might look at Simon Belmont in this show and think, who is that? But don't worry, he'll announce his own name every time. Uh, <laughs> but S- Simon Belmont is one of these characters that. Uh, he looks completely different to way, the way he's ever been portrayed in the games. He wears like a, bo- a, a like a, f- a bomber jacket and like those World War One pants with the little poke out side. Like, what What do you call those kind of pants, Miles? What am I?
1: Oh, I have no idea.
0: They get the little things that poke out on the side. And he's he he's completely obsessed with his own appearance. Um, it's... And, I th- and I think this is another problem where it's like.
1: It feels like it's talking down to its audience. Like It, it, it certainly seems to be created by people who don't care about video games, and who honestly don't think much about video games. Uh, Simon Belmont is in a game that's typically uh, kind of geared towards a a slightly older demographic. But yeah, Castlevania, you're you're hunting Dracula and I don't mind a humorous approach to the character. But it is just this this lazy, self-absorbed, like obnoxious character that doesn't really serve a purpose.
0: Uh, he's supposed to be the 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 foil to Kevin, I believe, and right and, and, and like and prior to Kevin's arrival, he's supposed to be like
1: their 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 main guy, and it's just like you are useless.
0: Yeah, uh, except he he does do pretty well. It's so it's so weird when they actually go to Castlevania land in this in this show. He freaks out when he sees any of the Castlevania monsters for a second, and then he becomes like this savant. <laughs> master of taking them all out it's really really weird um ne- next up we've got kid icarus kid icarus um who is a little tiny 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 boy he for some reason adds icus to everything i'm not it's really sure why The
1: most obnoxious thing in the show
0: yes uh, I actually, I, I, it's tied for me, but we'll get to the other thing. Uh, Kid Icarus, I learned is actually voiced by an actor named Alessandro Giuliani, who many out there listening to this might know as the character Felix Gaeta from Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> He's like been an actor for his entire life, apparently, and was one of his first jobs was doing Kid Icarus on this weird show. Um, yeah. Kid Kid Icarus doesn't have a ton to do in in the episodes that we watched. We didn't watch too many. Uh, And of course, last but not least, uh, we have Mega Man, Mega High, Mega what? Mega, Mega, Mega. Uh, And he's a little tiny. Like if you thought the Mega Man box art, the NES Mega Man box art Mega Man looked weird. This one's slightly closer, but it's still... (laughs) Way off. I so it doesn't that doesn't
1: shock me because the the way that Mega Man has been portrayed in Japan for most of his career in that kind of slightly anime style didn't really start being more prolific here until about Mega Man Four. So Mega Man's style, being as wild as it is, where he's this just like small little weird creature. Which, I mean, again, if you don't know anything about video games and you just looked at the game. Oh, who's this little guy who's shooting things? Okay, so I'll make this little guy and and base it off of some of the American box art, which explains his weird little helmet. Um, That one, I mean, even though even as a kid, I thought he looked wrong, but that (laughs) one I can understand a little bit compare when you compare to just the American promotional materials of the time, yeah. Because it's '89, so you got Mega Man what one and two.
0: I don't think three was out here. Yeah, I think it would have just been yeah those three. Two. I,
1: three, I think was '91, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes that makes a little bit more sense, and i I can I can somewhat forgive it. 1990 was three. Um, so. The, of all the characters there is at least some sort of like okay I can understand why we get this character even though it's a weird portrayal of Mega Man um I it and it's wild because as a kid I loved the concept of the show I enjoyed watching this show and I probably hated every single iteration of most of these characters <laughs>
0: I, the, Even as a child, what's funny is I, I, the, I the characters that I remember from this show are Simon Belmont. I mm-hmm. remembered Mega Man having this weird scratchy voice, and the yeah. other character I remember is a character we actually did not see in what we watched. It's a character that's not introduced until season two. And Miles, I'm sending this to you in in our little private private channel here. <laughs> that's that's Game Boy. A giant human sized game boy voiced by <laughs> Frank Wilker who talks to, to them and, and helps out on their missions. What a weird thing. What a very weird thing. Um, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. What character I
1: love, despite the fact I should absolutely hate him. And that's Alucard.
0: So we, uh, we needed to watch an episode with Alucard Cause I could not confirm whether or not he was called Alucard in the show.
1: He was, he was called Alucard. Okay. I believe so. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, I could not confirm that who just, Oh, wearing the, the bat wing sunglasses and the bright blue shirt with, is that a gold chain or is that just, I don't know. It looks absolutely ridiculous. Um,
1: I think it's supposed to be the collar of his shirt. It could be a gold chain, though.
0: I don't know. Actually, no. I think it is gold chain. I wouldn't put For it his past his cape. Him. Um, but beyond that, we really need to talk about the bad guys because this is where the show really um, continues to to not really land.
1: <laughs> I, I will say they 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 at least do the bad guys a little bit more justice than the heroes.
0: So this is, this is a thing of eighties and nineties cartoon characters. And, and you see this a lot in, uh, in GI Joe and the transformers. We're going back a few years uh, before this um, in that at a certain point, the good guys were required to just be good. They can be good and good and good. And the bad guys were allowed to be, you know, evil and fight with each other and and they just got a lot more characterization in that regard it's why characters like megatron and starscream are more memorable from the original transformer show than Ironhide or ratchet you know um that's well, less- not only
1: that but like there is there is there is a thing that has continued with kids cartoons where you have the main bad guy and then you have two main henchmen who in the in the context of the narrative are supposed to be threats but they're not yes um even though they they can be when they choose to be Uh, very similar to like your bebop and rocksteady and that is king hippo from punch out and
0: eggplant wizard from is that Kid Icarus? Haha, <laughs> this was going to be my question. Where is Eggplant Wizard from? I know Eggplant Wizard from this show. I could never... If you had asked me before doing research for this, where Eggplant Wizard was from, would not have been able to tell you. I did not know then. I barely know now. It is a ki- It is a bad guy from Kid Icarus, which is yeah, a game see, that I never I, I never I played, played Kid played. Icarus
1: much as a kid, and so... I had no idea what he was from yeah. as a kid. And like you, only because of the of doing some stuff for, for this show, did I find out, oh, this is from Kid Icarus. Oh, that, that makes sense. I've never played that game. And to be honest, he looks a lot like the eggplant wizard from Kid Icarus.
0: Yeah. And and so uh, so so this and and let's let's round out the 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 mother of all bad guys in this show. Mother Brain uh, from the evil planet Metroid uh, voiced by Levi Stubbs, who is a name that you may not recognize. But if you've ever seen a uh, 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 little shop of horrors, uh, this is the voice of Audrey too. the giant uh, evil plant uh, is 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 the voice of Mother Brain in this uh, in this show. Uh, and she just tries to. Beat the bad guy or beat the good guys every week. I mean, it's it's really, really, really wild. And and this is where I have to say, because because we're going to get into a bunch of other, uh, you know, Donkey Kong shows up and the and Dracula. They only call him the count, but Dracula shows up and, and all these other characters show up. But this is where things get a little odd. And it's probably important to note that this is not the first Nintendo themed cartoon this is, I think, the third at this point, because we've had the Super Mario shows.
1: Yeah, because you have Super Mario, you have the Adventures of Super Mario 3. Yeah, the Super Mario Super Super Show, the Adventures of Super Mario 3, and then I think the Super Mario
0: World cartoon. Which wouldn't have happened yet.
1: No, it, it was, I think, along with the second or third third season.
0: Yeah. Um then you also have, and it's a show that we have talked about and I had on the soundboard for years and years, excuse me, princess, the, the legend of Zelda cartoon, which, mm-hmm. j- which is just so wonderful and good that everybody loves. Uh, um, but, but but this, but this is where I kind of, I'm interested to go back and look at these things because when I think of these characters, and we talked a little bit about this with, with Mega Man and, and Simon, I have specific ways that I see them in my head and King Hippo pretty close. Uh, Eggplant Wizard didn't know enough about Uh, Dr. Wiley shows up, Uh, you know, that that's one that you're going to that you're kind of going to, you know, it's basically tiny, tiny evil. Einstein is is Dr. Wiley and how how you make Dr. Wiley look. But it's where some of the other characters in this show come around, like Donkey Kong. When I think of Donkey Kong, I have a very firm idea of what Donkey Kong looks like in my head. Uh, It is thanks to Donkey Kong Country on the Super Nintendo, which had not come out, which had not come out yet. And the subsequent ideas that all of these characters that we have talked about would have. Canonical like this is the way these characters look. This is the style sheet, basically, for for a lot of these characters that we just didn't have in 1989. It didn't matter what these characters really looked like. And, and it's interesting, like because we again see. Metroid as an evil, honestly, it's an evil brain looking planet. It's kind of strange. But when you go up, when when they f- kind of fly up to Metroid, you see from the distance, what look like Metroid bad guys, like the things with mm-hmm. with the little horns sticking out of the top that are kind of orby and then like like they look like Metroid bad guys, and then when you get there and you see it close up, it's like this looks wrong and bad um some like the count like Count Dracula is cartooned up to the point where is a
1: cartoon Dracula he's I mean, a cartoon Dracula oh, wears a
0: that wears a yellow suit. <laughs> it, it, it seems like they are, they are making that, you know, toning that down a, a good bit. Um, but this is also another one of those weird things that I think about when I think about the characters that they have used. I'm not exactly sure why they picked the characters that they picked. Um, it seems like they picked stuff from a uniquely American perspective. Mother brain being the bad guy. Uh, Simon Belmont and Kid Icarus and Mega Man being on the good guy team and King Hippo and Eggplant Wizard being on the bad guy team. These are all kind of known characters from popular games. Uh, mm-hmm. But <laughs> But
1: also keep in mind that they already had a uh, successful Mario shows running. They didn't need to use any of the Mario stuff.
0: That's true. Though they did use the Mario sound effects for every sound effect oh, in the show.
1: Oh uh, yes, a hundred percent.
0: Every every um, warp pipe is the, the 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 pipe noise, the jump oh, sound yeah. right. The you coin got, you got the jumps down the coin sound. There, there, there's a
1: lot of that. But when you're not you if they if they're not using Mario. Then they're using all of the other famous assets. And I I think you're right. They're using a lot of things that were popular here. I mean, there's a look, there's an episode about Bo Jackson's baseball.
0: Yeah. Uh, Starring Bo Jackson.
1: So, I mean.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But but so so the other. But I say that to say that it's it's also weird in that. Mother Brain. Which is not the easiest. Thing to animate, not the easiest bad guy to animate. Uh, villain uh, to to do. Uh, although I, I think that also Mother Brain doesn't seem to have much of a character in the Metroid games themselves. Yeah. Um, and here it's it's Mother Brain kind of screaming and shouting and hitting people on the head and, you know, worried about how she looks and things like this. Um, Samus is not in this show at all. N- there's not an, no. um, a reference to Samus in all of Captain N. Um, which is. Strange, I kind of get it. I think it's hilarious because they probably would have made Samus a guy because they would have just not checked. And I'm a little sad that we didn't find that we didn't get to see that take. <laughs> because it would have just been funny.
1: Yes. And I mean, there 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 is some fu- there is some funny stuff. To be had, I I wrote it. I wish I wrote down the actual joke. Because I just wrote my note was this Batman gag is hilarious.
0: It's Wombatman.
1: Wombatman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, and, what it was. And
0: Wombatman apparently shows up quite a bit in the show.
1: <laughs> that that gag was very funny to me. I thought that one actually landed pretty well.
0: <laughs> I, um, I, I thought it was I, I thought it was funny with. Wombat Man's girlfriend that she calls she calls Bruce and's like Bruce, are we ever gonna get married? She's like, I don't think so. No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so funny, and and like that also makes me think, yeah, uh, adults who don't want to be here are writing this because they're they're making these references that like little kids are not gonna get. This is before Batman the animated series. Like they, it's it, after it's, just...
0: it's after the Batman movie though.
1: Yeah, which at the time was very, very popular, but didn't star Catwoman. True. Um, there's also some weird stuff because there there's this second episode that takes place in the warp zone of Bayou Billy.
0: And Oh, you know that hit that, that hit game Bayou Billy?
1: Yeah. So he talks about like Mother Brain spies and sees that, sees that Kevin's not good at this game, and he all he talks about getting lost in the bayou in this game. Now, this is a 2D platformer with that much uh, Metroidvania aspects to it, and I, so I don't know what he's talking about about getting lost. In fact, I think some parts of it are a rail shooter,
0: yeah, and so, a em up. So it's important. It's also important to know that this the game that we see Bayou Billy uh seems to be very very different than the game that that 100%. we get in the show the adventures of Bayou Billy was known in Japan as Mad City uh Mad City uh, uh uh was changed to to Bayou Billy as they changed the main character uh to basically be like a uh a a a, a creole uh 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 crocodile Dundee kind of character. Yeah, he's a
1: crocodile Dundee-like,
0: and honestly portrayed pretty
1: decently. Like, if if as you as you describe the character, that is what they gave you.
0: Yeah, and, and so, but the game itself is all about Billy going up against uh, uh, like a
1: Godfather type character, Godf- Gordon. Godfather
0: Gordon, who's <laughs> kidnapped Billy's girlfriend Annabelle Lane, and. And it's stages that t- go from the Swamplands to Bourbon Street, meaning a city. <laughs> As yet, what we see is like a monster tree that attacks Kevin and a, 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 an alligator pet and all sorts of weird stuff. Just about the only thing that is accurate about this is that apparently Bayou Billy was known for being a very difficult game. It was it was, in fact, made more difficult from the Japanese version. The American version on the NES is more uh, difficult. Uh, and and that would be kind of why it's a game that uh, that that Kevin Captain N can't beat, has a hard time with, and why Mother Brain decides to use that to to take out Captain N. Um, well, I'll never do that again. Um, so. Yeah, it's 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 a little weird with everything is just so cartoony and strange. Um, This is also where I'm 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 a little sad that we saw the version that we saw. Because whatever we saw is definitely the either pulled from the 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 DVDs or is pulled from from the VHS tapes or maybe a, a syndicated version. Because there were licensed music in this show. The first episode had the good, the bad and the ugly by Ennio Morricone. And the second episode had Born on the Bayou by CCR, baby. The third one had Thriller, Michael Jackson's Thriller. But all we get is this sort of rehashed, like but legally distinct "Billy Jean You know what what song I'm talking about when I say this, Miles? It's like I know exactly what song you're talking about. It's like it definitely starts out being Billie Jean, but then isn't Billie Jean by the end. It's really, really weird. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I it's 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 interesting going back to this show because I had many fond memories of this property as a kid. I remember being excited to watch it and being doubly excited when it was paired. So I also think my memory, my bigger memories come from when it was in syndication. And I was right in syndication. It was called Captain N and the Video Game Masters.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: And it was packaged with Mario 3, Mario World and or The Legend of Zelda. So you would get an episode. Basically, it was an hour like package and you would get one of the one of those two shows and and Captain N typically I think Captain N was like the anchor of it because it was Captain Game and the Video Game Masters so you'd watch Captain N and then you'd either get Mario or Zelda
0: and I I remember watching it with that personally myself
1: me me too that's that is what I remember I probably saw it in its initial run at some point as a child and don't remember it i specifically remember Captain N in the video game Masters, and it ended up getting syndicated on Family Channel and USA, which were channels that I definitely had access to as a child. So those, along with what the, the Wildcats cartoon,
0: um, Wildcats, Wildcats. <laughs> no, that's what that's, uh, I, that's uh, yeah, that is Wildcats. I was thinking of SWAT Cats, but yes, Wildcats. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I I mean, I have I have a lot of good memories about this, and I still think that I'm I'm honestly shocked that Nintendo Nintendo has been very shy about anything based on their properties post the Mario movie. They are only now getting back into the game uh, (laughs) with Chris Pratt as Mario, but um, we'll, we'll see. I know they are getting back to the game. Illumination is doing Mario. And I think they've been talking about Zelda for years. And from what I heard, because it got leaked, they kind of shied away from it because there was, there was initial talks of Zelda coming to Netflix. Um,
0: I never believed of sure- it. I, I, like that's one of those things where they're so, they're so worried about this stuff that I, I don't even believe the stuff until it's, like until it's out.
1: No, no, until, I, until I get it's that. out. I mean, honestly, if you told me without me having seen a direct what the Mario movie was going to be and who was going to be in it, I would not believe you. But so I mean and I mean we've done an episode on the on the Super Mario Brothers movie, which I uh <laughs> I have laid my my ring in the hat that I, I love that movie. Um but your are is so still- <laughs>
0: So what you're allowed to be wrong, but again, I'm not wrong that it, that movie has a lot of the stuff that this only kind of dabbles in where it just there's only surface level appreciation for the source material. And, and 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 I say that just in like Simon is completely different than the Simon Belmont from the games. Mother Brain is completely different. King Hippo is a boxer. He's not even I don't think a bad guy. He's just a boxer you're supposed to face and, and punch out. <laughs> but now he's like an evil henchman. Um, Eggplant wizard, evil. Dr. Wily, pretty evil. Um, yeah. But uh I don't know, it's it's just so interesting to see this little th- this sort of proto version of these things that are now just marketing teams are all over. Um so okay, it's 2022. You are being
1: given license to reboot Captain N the Game Master.
0: Okay? What do you do? So here's the problem with Captain N the Game Master. Cuz you have two pathways you can go down you can go down the pathway of only nintendo stuff but because
1: what do you do i'm asking you drew burris
0: (sighs) see oh what is is drew's pitch for captain
1: n i know i just spun this on you but come on you gotta have something
0: okay so here's here's my take uh princess lana Sure, still around. Captain N, Kevin Keen, you can update his name to be literally anything else. I do not care. Um, Still gets pulled into the video world. In this, though, there is not a cast of characters that he teams up with every week outside of potentially Princess Lana. What his goal is, is he has to go to all of the different video worlds, the video lands, if you will, and he's got to learn how to be a hero from the heroes of these games. That's fun. So, so in and maybe in episode one, because Mother Brain is a big deal, he gets teamed up with Samus and Samus shows him how to how to be a hero in Metroid world. And then he teams up with Simon Belmont and maybe some of these characters become recurring. Maybe they join the crew as part of that. Um, I would also I would not you I would not reference Mario and Luigi outside of maybe having them be, you know, may, if they make some reference to them being out there in video land, trapped away because they're Mario and Luigi and, you, you know, they're the they're the big guys. Um, Mario's I might, missing. Boom. Mar, Mario's missing. Mario's <laughs> missing. There we go. We can even cover that game. Um, but that's that's what I would do to 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 have a reason for for Captain N to go to all of these lands because he is uh, learning um, uh, how to be a hero based on these properties. That's fun. It's it's a way to have a different style each episode and 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 a way to, you know, really kind of highlight the games themselves in a way that they didn't really do every episode. Oh.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I mean, I mean, obviously, any version of Captain N is going to be in some way that you're going to be jumping around to game worlds. Uh, mine's not extremely different. I, I did not think about this. I just thought about it when I was listening to you speak. Um, very similar. I would probably have maybe a core cast, either a core cast of kids. Maybe it's not just Kevin. Maybe it's a group, like, you
0: know, it's three or four game, friends. It's the game masters, and they all have right. their own specific, like, and who who's Captain N?
1: We won't know until the end of the show. Um, like that could be like this kind of like cool like hint mystery. But I would my my pitch would be video game sliders. These kids get trapped. And Lana is someone who's been trapped for a very long time. And she's just, is actually keen on what's going on, so they go from world to world trying to find their way home. And throughout that co- the course of the you know first little bit, there's obviously a story arc that develops, and you have some of these great villains that they have to overcome. So maybe you have a couple episodes stuck in the Metroid world, and so it's not just like oh this week's adventure is this. It's like um we're stuck in. <sighs> Science fiction, hell, let's be honest. The world of Metroid sucks. Like, as as a place to live. Like, that would be interesting. And so would taking characters to, you know, obviously Hyrule. And by spending more time there, it also makes things feel a little less gimmicky. I would honestly maybe use, um, and not do the same thing that that this show did, but um, Once Upon a Time the show on ABC would spend an entire half season or an entire season based off of one particular idea. And I think, so if you're stuck in Metroid for 12 episodes, there's a lot you can cover, a lot you can do and a lot of characterization you can have. If you have Samus there with them, you can do some interesting things with these kids. And I would obviously age them up a little bit. they would probably around 16 ish.
0: I don't even um, have my driver's license yet
1: yeah i mean of course my 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 pitch is not gonna be as goofy i'm i'm it's gonna be shorthand but more paper girl stranger things in terms of its tone
0: oh what a surprise (laughs) yeah yeah the thing
1: that i love the most is that kind of like kids on bikes you know um coming of age thing but i just because the idea of going to these video game worlds is so interesting I think spending a singular episode robs you of getting a chance to live in those worlds.
0: I, I agree. I, think... I, I, I can see that. Uh the the other side of this that I want to I, I have to talk about because I think it's just so interesting in that this a, a show like this, unfortunately, will never happen again. Because if we look at the main cast of characters. Have, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not Nintendo characters. <laughs> you have uh, two original or three original characters for the show. You've got a Konami character. You've got a Nintendo character. You've got a Capcom character. You've got uh, 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 guest characters from all over the place. I think Bayou Billy was a was a Konami character. Uh, uh, um, I think Kid Icarus was Nintendo. I think Kid Icarus is Nintendo. Like the only, like the closest that we're ever going to get to, captain in the game master is if they made a captain in me fighter skin for smash brothers
1: so i would say actually nintendo has pull
0: oh. all of these and- characters are in smash brothers aren't they they're smash all in brothers. smash in but smash even brothers. If, Mega if you just
1: have brothers. the nintendo characters there's still a lot you could do
0: i don't see but but i i i i i, I think that there is probably something to that I just don't think that Nintendo has quite the stable that they used to have, and I say they certainly that,
1: don't. But I, I think say, they have pulled to possibly be like, "Hey, Capcom, you're doing f all with Mega Man, even though allegedly there's a movie being made." Um, there's a Pac Man movie
0: that got announced today, so.
1: Yeah, or the Pac-Man movie, that's Danco. But I, I I think, you know, if you spent some time in like how wild would it be if you spent some time in Hyrule and then as they exit, all of a sudden they're in the the, the cockpit with Star Fox.
0: Yeah, they they're they're area. Like da da, da, da da.
1: Like I think like, <laughs> there's, there's see it. Yeah, there's fun stuff you can do. It doesn't have to be every video game ever, and it doesn't have to be <laughs> like these specific properties. Although I think Nintendo could get could probably strong arm some other folks to get there. I definitely think we'd get Mega Man because Capcom can, does nothing with character.
0: Can you imagine the F-Zero arc that they would have to do? I That'd don't even awesome. have my driver's license. It like the line. You really still want to works. use that, don't you? But the line still <laughs> works, Miles. It still <laughs> works. But yeah, their,
1: their F-Zero would be awesome. I mean, you could spend some time
0: doing uh Pokemon. Oh, see, that's the that's the other thing, though, is that Pokemon's so huge that like so, like some of these things are so big that it that they they I don't disagree. I mean, listen, as soon
1: as you start talking about the possibilities of Pokemon or Zelda, you're like, man, I would love a, a Zelda show. Oh, man, I would love to see like a full on Pokemon show. I mean, because I really liked the Dead Pikachu. I thought it was really good. I'd love to see like, you know, the First Pokemon movie done like that.
0: Yeah, I would love to see a Detective Pikachu sequel. I would love to see more in, in that world. Um, I love that movie. It was great. Um, but yeah, but that's something that that as we move forward, as we talk about these, because we have a, a few others that we are, are 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 have lined up, we're going going to see much less of that from here on out. I think everything else that we have that we have picked to cover is all not necessarily just one company but one franchise and that is going to be very interesting just to to compare in in a lot of these same ways cuz it's been 30 years since the show was on and uh and that's that's quite a, a bit of a different thing and 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 just to see man just look how donkey kong looks he's so different he looks so I mean different. donkey kong
1: looks more like King Kong, which kind of makes sense.
0: Ganon is the the same Ganon from the 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 Legend of Zelda show, who looks really wild. I don't know. Uh, This is going to be this is going to be an interesting little uh, little experiment here, Miles. But uh, so so that's where we're going to end our conversation on Captain in the Game Master uh, this week. Uh and next week though we're not going to continue this conversation because it's my birthday. And you know what that means, gang? It's a birthday challenge. Oh yeah. All right. And since I have recently had the plague and I've spent a lot of time on the couch and in the theme of animated spin-offs of things that we love, uh We're going to take a little time uh, to talk about Star Trek Lower Decks. Yes, we've talked about it on the show before, but guess what? I don't care. Uh, We're not going to cover this show episode by episode. I just want to talk about this show and the way it makes me feel. Uh, Because this is a show that is very dear to me and feels very near to me. It feels like a show. And I've said this many times before. That feels like it was made for me specifically. Obviously, I know it wasn't, but it feels that way. And as we have a brand new third season coming up in just a couple of weeks, uh, I would like to just talk about the show, the characters, some favorite moments and where we could see this show going because I learned something about this show in the last week or so that I did not realize for the longest time that make that made me just think, Oh man, I'm just scratching the surface. So that's what we're going to do next week. There will be spoilers for seasons one and two of the show. Uh, so expect that, uh, you can find that show on Paramount plus it's the only place to see it. Unless you have a time machine that can go back to when it was CBS all access. Um, but if you have a time machine, it seems like you'd be doing other stuff. I don't know. Like there's more more to do than that. Maybe keep me from catching that plague. I don't know. But uh, that is where we're going to end this week's episode. If you would like to reach out to us, you can find us at themoreyunerd.com You can tweet to us at themoreyunerd and go to Facebook.com slash TheMoreYouNerd. And you can email us TheMoreYouNerd at gmail.com. That's nerd at gmail.com. And now, so until next time,
1: we will end the show as we always do with a rousing nerd nerd out. out.